If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. You may soon, <laughs> you may soon see a change. Oh my goodness. In your telephone area code for years, the 707 area code has been the default code for residents in the North Bay. But with the increasing demand for new phone numbers, the 707 area code has now run out of number combinations. This has resulted to the introduction of a new area code 369 to keep up with the demand. Well, I'm sad it's going to be happening soon. Soon. We're good. <laughs> I knew this studio was haunted. Something's going on here. <laughs> you're, you're possessed. All right. <laughs> according to the California Public Utilities Commission, the new area code will cover portions of 11 counties in the North Bay. So this includes Sonoma County, Napa, Marin, Solano, Lake Mendocino, and Humboldt. This change is expected to take place soon. Uh, sorry, in the near future. And residents should be prepared to adjust the new area code. I'm kind of bummed because I did want a 707 area code phone number. I was actually contemplating changing my phone number. Now I'm not gonna. Gonna keep my 253 number. Uh, well, maybe if you get it right now, it'll be a 707 number. I'm gonna run to the Verizon right after the show. Gotta get it today. Have you ever shared your Netflix password with a friend or family member? My well, mom. <laughs> do you really? I do. Yeah. Well, starting next month, Netflix is gonna crack down on you and your mama because... Sharing passwords is going to become a thing of the past. Uh Netflix is cracking down on password sharing, and they've got a plan, Amber. Netflix wants you to make sure your account stays active by watching something on the app or the website at least once every 31 days when connected to the Wi-Fi at your primary location. This will create a trusted device so you can continue to watch your shows even when you're away from home. But here's the question. What happens when someone else tries to use your account on a different device? Netflix will ask them to sign up for their own account and block their access until they do uh-oh Whew. worried about my mom she's yeah. gonna get upset she'll she'll call me netflix isn't working again <laughs> oh, i share Lord. my netflix with my mom too so <laughs> that's gonna be I'm interesting having, yeah uh so the rock at the rock and roll hall of fame in cleveland officially announced the list of the 2023 induction nominees on Wednesday morning, and country legend Willie Nelson got his first nomination at almost 90 years old. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. And to be eligible for this year's ballot, each nominee's first single or album had to be released in 1998 or earlier. Uh, the class of 2023 will be revealed in May along with the date and location of the 2023 ceremony. And you can vote for Willie Nelson right now at vote.rockhall.com They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9 I'm so tired I haven't slept away I need your help. I need help trying to figure out how to get my fiance to stop sleep talking. Talked a little bit about this yesterday, and most of you were saying that his sleep talking has got gotten worse because of things like maybe stress. So I want to reveal that I did chat with Cole yesterday and I asked him, you know, hey, is, is work okay? Is everything else going on? Like, is everything else going okay? He said, yeah, why? And I said, because you've been screaming in your sleep all night long. Yeah, and you said yesterday that it has been getting a lot worse from just kind of mumbling and saying things like, God, I hope, yep. to full-on screaming. It's intense. And I'll look at him like thinking something's wrong, like he stumped his toe in the middle of the night or something, mm-hmm. and he's just like, huh? 
What? <laughs> well, why'd you why'd you wake me up? Yeah, like, I didn't. You woke me up with the screaming. I think that if he is stressed or whatever is going on in his life, he's got to tucker himself out before he goes to bed. He's got to, you know, yeah. go on a walk with you and your dog, Remy, or maybe he can go to a gym or something. Maybe that has something to do with it. I've never been a sleep talker, so I don't know. <laughs> He's so high energy when he gets home. So that's a good idea. And I told him that. I was like, maybe you need to do something to relax yourself, like go for a walk with Remy and I. I did suggest that uh, maybe you need to take a like nice hot shower, you know, because sometimes when you take a nice hot, hot shower, it like relaxes you and... You can go to sleep, but he, he'll just be like full speed, head hit the pillow asleep. Wow. Which I'm kind of jealous. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get really mad nice. about it sometimes. But it's obvious that he isn't ready for bed. He still has too much energy if this is happening. So he lets it loose in his sleep. Yeah. That must be amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not for you, though. <laughs> You're right, Tanner. It is not amazing for yeah. me. But then again, I snore, so I can't really talk. <laughs> it's a very loud household at night. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How does our dog get any sleep? He probably doesn't. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. He's probably sleep deprived. <laughs> We're getting a call right now, 6361-HOP. Who's this? Hi, this is Mary from Santa Rosa. Hey, well, the stress for Cole. If he's not stressed at work and everything's going well, I think he's stressed about the wedding. But you need to tell him nothing's going to change after the wedding except your last name, possibly. Everything's going to be exactly the same as it has been. Because if it's getting worse and it's getting closer to the wedding, that's the only thing I can think of. You know what I'm saying? Besides work. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. The 65th Annual Grammy Awards are going down this Sunday. They're going to air live at 5 p.m. Casey Musgraves is going to perform Loretta Lynn's Coal Miner's Daughter, and Luke Combs will perform as well. And the biggest category for country music at the Grammys is Best Country Song. Who do you think should win? Here are the nominees. For Best Country Song, the nominees are Circles Around This Town. I drove Doing this. Still be doing this if I wouldn't do this. I bet you think about me. Taylor's version from the vault. I bet you think about me. If I was a cowboy. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free. I'll love you till the day I die. But I love you. Till the day Till you can't. Hold on as long and as strong and as close as you can. Till you can. It is stacked this year. It is absolute <laughs> mayhem how good the categories and all the nominees are for Best Country Song. Absolutely agree. I think these are going to be tough to pick from, but uh, wh- whichever one wins, it's, it's going to be well-deserving. Right. Amber, which song do you think deserves to win Best Country Song at the Grammys this year? Uh, so I think... Miranda Lambert's If I Was a Cowboy deserves to win. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free. Uh, Miranda leads the field for country Grammy nominations this year, so I, I know she's going to win at least one. And, you know, I think that Miranda 
is one of the best country singer-songwriters of the last 20 years. And this song is kind of like a sly statement of gender inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just re- represents Miranda so well. You know, she's always been able to dominate in a male-dominated industry. You know, she's always just been able to rise above and, you know, just dominate over yeah. all these men in country music and just acted like it wasn't it wasn't even that hard. Yeah. So I, the, I think potentially she could have a clean sweep, honestly. Yeah, it, she could. And yeah. you know, I really like that song. It, ever since we started playing it, I was like, yeah, I love this song. <laughs> what, what What do you think? What about you? I'm going to go with Cody Johnson's Till You Can. You're going to love somebody. Hold on as long and as strong and as close as you can. Till you can. Not only is the song my favorite to come out in the past year, but I, I'm saying it should win just because it has that stank face factor. <laughs> it was the same with Luke Combs, Beard Never Broke My Heart, a couple of years ago. And it's those songs that you involuntarily look like you are smelling something bad because it just sounds so good. You know, it's produced well. I love the message that you're supposed to jump on opportunities and don't let life happen to you. And Cody's voice is just amazing and I couldn't imagine anybody else performing this amazing song. That's that's such a good point. Uh, Kelly Clarkson uh, covered it on her show during Kelly Oki and I was like, whoa. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's truly such a good song. Yeah. I thought about doing it at for karaoke at the holiday party, but I was like, there's no way I'm hitting those notes. (laughs) (laughs) No way. So give us a call. Let us know what you think was the best country song from the past year. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. The Super Bowl happening next Sunday pretty exciting you're probably already planning the food you're gonna eat what you're gonna wear who you're gonna root for but in honor of the super bowl we're gonna play a game called football or fashion so i'm gonna give tanner a term and he has to guess what whether he has to guess whether or not it's a football term or a fashion term Mm. and tanner if you get all these right i'll buy you a coffee after the show oh i'm excited about that i need that today i think we both need coffee today yeah it's been a wild week (sighs) <sighs> Sleeping. If, if I don't get them all correct, can we still go get coffee? Sure. Sweet. Yeah, we'll go get coffee. All right, so it's football or fashion. First term, scrambling. Tanner, is this a football term or a fashion term? That would be football. I had to look this up. Uh, so scrambling is when the quarterback runs around trying not to get sacked. Yep. I love right? a scrambling quarterback. I think it's so fun to watch, and that's where the game's going. All right. Well, dart. Is it a fashion term or a football term? Fashion. It's a V-shaped tuck that is sewn in to a garment in order to shape the fabric so that the garment fits around the rounded parts of the body. Mm. So darts are most found uh, found in the bust line, the back shoulders, the waistline, and the hip line. They might have those for NFL uniforms. <laughs> Maybe. That's a Possibly. Good point. But it is a fashion term. Okay, next on the list. Football or fashion term? Mule. I have never heard mule included in any football jargon that I've ever heard, so I'm going to go fashion. You're correct. Mule. It's a shoe or slipper usually made with a high heel, not always, that has a vamp. So fitted front, but nothing in the back. Interesting. I don't think I've ever so heard of that before. It's basically like slide-ons. Oh, okay. I've seen those. But they're covered. In the front, they're not open-toed. 
I've seen those. Those are really trendy right now, I think. I've got a pair. Nice. Okay. Bootleg. Is it a football or fashion term? That is for sure football. When a quarterback runs out of the pocket with the ball, looking to pass as his first priority. Gotta fake that run. Bootleg it out. All right. Out pattern. Is this a football or fashion term? I know for sure that is a route uh, in football, so I'm going to go with football. You are correct. An out pattern. A wide receiver starts running straight and then turns and runs towards the sideline in an attempt to get open. Maybe we'll go get a football and run some out patterns in the parking lot. No. (laughs) Here we go. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Universal Studios Hollywood is under fire because of their new Mario Kart ride. So this new Mario Kart ride allegedly has a waist restriction of 40 inches. So people with waist over 40 inches can't fit inside these go-karts. And people are calling the ride fatphobic. But the ride itself does sound really fun. It's this elaborate 3D and 4D ride. It takes you through a variety of Mario-themed settings brought to life with what they're calling cutting-edge technology, partnered with these like sights and sounds that we all know and love from the video games. But yes, unfortunately, not everyone's going to get to enjoy this ride. Guests whose waistline is at least 40 inches or greater may not be accommodated on this ride. And allegedly, there's a test seat available to gauge whether or not an attendee meets these requirements. Now, given that the average waist circumference in the U.S. is just around 40 inches, this certainly seems likely to exclude a good number of people. So YouTuber and food influencer, his name is Rocco Bot, he tweeted nothing but wonderful things to say about the Super Nintendo world, except this. The body size limitations on the new Mario Kart ride are absolutely ridiculous. Rocco said, I've never had any issue fitting to any ride in my entire life, and I can barely fit into this one. Completely absurd. Absurd. So for me to put this size in perspective For you, a 40-inch waist is about a women's size 20. So I did some research, and according to the CDC statistics, the average clothing size for an adult woman hovers between 18 and 20. So 40-inch waist is very normal and a very common size for many body types. So to exclude this many people from the ride and possibly from Universal Studios Hollywood just seems really bad for business. And I read this isn't the only ride there that does that. But when reached for a comment, a spokesperson from Universal provided the following statement. They said, we are always listening to our guests and seek to balance their needs against our strong focus on the safety of our attractions. We have a company-wide task force actively working with this community to make changes that can help them safely increase access to our experiences. Now, the company also said that it values accessibility and will be reconfiguring some existing rides, starting with Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure in Universal Orlando. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner's headlines. Amber 
tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines, one of them is real Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? The record and the scorecard for 2023 I have fooled Amber 11 times And she has guessed the headline in a haystack correctly Four times and she won on Wednesday Woo! At least I got one Woo! Yeah all right, I think you're gonna like today's edition. It is the Weird Product Edition. Here is headline number one. WD-40 cologne becomes latest TikTok craze. Headline number two. Automatic shoelaces will tie your sneakers when you're in a hurry. And headline number three. Snail mail. Service ensures your bills aren't paid until payday. Could be any of these. I'm going to go with self-tying shoelaces. Amber, that is... I'm so sorry. Not the headline in what? a haystack. No, those exist. They do? Well, it wasn't the headline. <laughs> I've seen videos. Okay. Um, okay, what were the other ones? Snail mail and... WD-40 cologne. I'm going to go with snail mail. It's not the headline in a haystack either. The headline in I'm a haystack angry. was... <laughs> <laughs> WD-40 cologne becomes latest TikTok craze. I don't get, I don't typically get angry on headline and haystack, but I'm a little angry today. Well, how about you get, we, we <laughs> share a point. No. <laughs> I don't need your pity points, Tanner. <laughs> no pity points. Uh, so, yes, there's a WD-40 cologne. I saw this on TikTok, and I'm just going to play the ad for you. The smell and the look of the bottle were made to mimic the iconic WD-40 can. After spraying a little bit of it out, I can safely say they did a great job with this. It smells exactly as you'd expect. You'll definitely be able to pull all the baddies at your local auto shop with this. That's like what I said on the air the other day about how my hometown candle would smell like motor oil. Yeah. Motor oil. How do you say oil, Tanner? Oil. 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 Oh, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Maybe that's the reason why I got this targeted ad on TikToks because I heard you talking about this, and you're like, "Oh, if you like motor oil and this and that smell, maybe you'll like WD-40." No, don't do this, people. <laughs> you are listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy ninety-two point nine. So, if you've ever listened to the Amber Showdown weekday morning, is at eight thirty. You've probably thought. But it could not be further from the truth, and I've got science to back it. <laughs> Are you calling yourself not a genius? Right. I have, I have soared up and down that I am of average intelligence, and for some reason, no one believes me. Uh, but there's a forum online where people are talking about the things some people might think are a sign of intelligence, but they're actually not. Mm. And we've pulled some of the few good ones. Tanner, you want to get us get us started? I would love to. Uh, first on the list is being a contrarian. So that's disagreeing with everyone. And it's apparently lazy as believing everything. Oh, I hate when someone's like, sorry to be the devil's advocate. And they <laughs> say it all the time. I'm like, just shut up, Tyler. Don't you say that? Sometimes, no, I'm just not all the time. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so this one applies to me. Um, just having a good rem- memory, it does not mean you're intelligent or knowing a lot of trivia. It mm. doesn't mean you're actually that intelligent. It seems like this form is calling you out for that one. Yep. And I don't appreciate whatever website uh, you are. <laughs> I, I am actually, I'm surprisingly good at trivia. Uh, I, and I think it's because of pop culture knowledge, yeah. not necessarily because I'm smart. Like, I don't know the answers on Jeopardy. You might. 
When's the last time you watched Jeopardy? Nah, uh, it's been a hot minute. Can we I don't uh, think I would do it? Go do a trivia night somewhere so you can carry the team. They're usually like on Wednesday nights, and you know we, they're so late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. What's next on the list? Signs that you're intelligent. Signs that you're not actually intelligent. Well, this one's calling me out. Fast talking. Whenever I get excited about something and I'm trying to teach somebody something, I start talking a million miles an hour because it, I'm so excited about it. But it makes me sound like a big dummy. <laughs> no, it, it's supposed to make you sound smart, but it actually doesn't mean that you're smart. Uh, next on the list is using academic jargon and long-winded terminology. Uh, this says, quote, just because you know a couple of fancy words doesn't mean you're intelligent and you better make sure you're using the big words appropriately, which is why I try not to use big words. Yeah. That reminds <laughs> me of this guy, Tim, when I was in college. He used the word visceral all the time and he used it incorrectly all the time. And I was like, dude, just because the word sounds fancy doesn't make it's you fancy. Pretty good word. Um, also on the list, Having a YouTube channel, it doesn't make you an authority on a subject. Yup. Yup. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Tyler. Tyler just got a brand new job and Barry Martindale is calling on behalf of the HR department. Hello. Hi, is this Tyler? Uh, yes, this is Tyler. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of their HR department. Okay, yeah. I understand you were recently employed by the company? Yeah, that's correct. Well, I'm calling you because I need you to explain a few things in this next step of the process. You logged into your Google account at our offices. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I checked my email. Last month on the 7th? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. You gave us rights by doing that to investigate your browser history, and we are just completely disgusted at what we found. Would there was, I don't remember reading anything about you guys getting rights to, to, by me logging into my Gmail account. Like, you didn't have any right to check my browser history. You're just an idiot who forgot to log out. And now we know everything that you research. I, I feel like that's super unprofessional to call me an idiot. Like, that's, like, what does that have to do? That's just childish. Well, I just speak the truth. I think you're being a giant idiot. Uh, this, this is all super weird. Like, I I don't know, like, why you guys would be doing this to anybody. Like, uh, this is just, uh, just really weird. I, like, I don't even know what to say. I have spoken with all the managers, and uh, we need you to redo all of your interviews to ensure you're actually a good fit for our growing company. Frankly, I don't, honestly, I don't even know if, like, I am a good fit at this point, if that's, if this is, like, all the nitpickiness that you guys do like this is this is really ridiculous to be honest you've been martindale my name is actually tanner from amber and tanner in the morning you're on froggy night 2.9's neighbor dispute oh man listen to amber and tanner in the morning every weekday at 755 for the neighbor dispute with barry martindale on froggy 92.9 heard of facebook facebook it's called facebook why did you have to delete someone off of social media Amber, I had to delete somebody off of Facebook last night. Ooh, why? It's a former co-worker, someone that never worked at Froggy 92.9, a company I previously worked for. So he posted on his Facebook page about how he's moving to my hometown of Puyallup, Washington. Oh, where dreams come true, Puyallup. <laughs> it's where dreams go to die. Um, so I, I made the joke and commented, and I said, if you're moving there, don't try to date my mom. You know, no, you did it. I did, yeah. 
just wanted to have a little Jonka. I put a winky face emoji in there and he sent me a message about an hour later asking for pictures of my mom. And I thought he was joking too, like going along with it. So I sent yeah, him yeah, yeah. a picture of Reba McIntyre. And then another hour goes by. And then he responds by sending me my mother's Facebook profile and says, Is this her? I sent a friend request over to her. And I was like, Whoa, this is taking it way too far, my friend. He's actually trying to pursue and date my mother. And maybe he's just messing with you. He's like, this not. Is, this is what you get for saying these funny things. I don't know. No, this is karma for me making jokes for sure. Because I I know this guy and I know that he's a creepy guy. And then Uh-oh. I called my mom to warn her about it. And she goes, oh, this guy, I'm not going to say his name, did send me a, I thought it was weird. I thought he was just trying to be friends because you guys know each other. I go, no, do not trust Tony. You, That man is not to be trusted, mom. Sounds like you're going to have a new stepdad. No, I do not. No, nope, yeah. nope, 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 nope. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. But it also makes me think, you know, my mom has been single for 15 years now, has never dated anybody. That you know of. That I know of. That you know of. Maybe my former co-worker. No, I'm just kidding. He, he would be <laughs> Tanner's awful. Tanner's getting a step dad. Tanner's <laughs> getting a step dad. And he keeps sending me messages about it. He's like, dude, how, how do I how do I impress your mom? All this stuff. And I was like, dude, this is getting weird. Amber, have you ever had to delete somebody off of Facebook or Instagram, unfollow people just because they're weirding you out? Yeah, all the time, unfortunately. I hate doing it. It makes me feel guilty. But I've had guys on Facebook just be absolutely creepy, which is weird that Facebook is where the creeps go. (laughs) (laughs) It's like where my grandma is, but it's also where the creeps are. So I've definitely had to get rid of a few people that just took things a little too far. Social media is a weird place. We're still figuring it it out. It truly is. Yeah. Tanner, it is. Getting some responses on our Instagram story at Froggy929 about why you had to delete or unfollow someone on social media. And we promise to keep your responses anonymous, but we're definitely going to read them on the air. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to call this person number one. Uh, Person number one said, I deleted my mother-in-law off Facebook because she kept posting about politics and attacking family views. Ooh. Person number two said, I unfollowed my boyfriend at the time because he refused to post pictures of us. We broke up. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> you guys broke up. Yikes. Uh, person number three says, I deleted my employee because he kept complaining about work on Facebook. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. We all have our embarrassing moments. <laughs> the most embarrassing moment. That was the most embarrassing moment of my life. What's your most embarrassing moment? So, Tanner, I owe you an apology. I'm sorry for giving you such a hard time about burping out loud at the chiropractor. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. It makes sense. They're pushing on you. They're pushing on your back. Yeah, you were a little gassy. You had some bubbles in your belly. And yep. a, a burp escaped, right? That's what happened. Huh? Yeah. I learned to never drink a Dr. Pepper before you get your neck cracked. <laughs> well, I don't know what my excuse is for this, but I was at the gym yesterday. Uh, something similar happened to me. I was running on the treadmill, and, you know, I just... All of a sudden, came out of nowhere, burp <laughs> the nastiest burp, and I was like, <gasps> I like grabbed my chest and I looked around and there was a guy running on the treadmill next to me, and he definitely looked like that he heard it, but was pretending like to not notice it. Well, that's nice. Of and him. I went, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what do it, you do? It's one thing when you burp on purpose. 
and you gross people out because you can own it, but it's another thing to burp involuntarily, and it's just like, oh no, I apparently have no control of my body. I don't, and I get so gassy when I work out, and I don't know if that's normal or not. Like, every time I work out, I get all burpy. I've never heard of that before. I, That's no, new to please me. Please don't tell me that. I'm afraid. <laughs> I thought it was maybe something that happened to other people. It could. I mean, honestly, I also don't really work out ever, so <laughs> I don't know if I'm a, a good influence on you on this one. Okay, so I was going to say, make me feel better and tell me a similar story, but I don't know if you have one, but have you ever embarrassed yourself at the gym? Oh, Many times. How have many I? times. Uh, well, when I first worked out, I was probably like 15 or 16. I was trying to bench press and I couldn't even do the bar. <laughs> I was a twig back then. And I was like, how heavy is that bar? Like 100 pounds? And they were like, it's 35 pounds. You can't bench press the bar. <laughs> Look, that's okay. Some people don't have a upper body strength. That, that includes me. Yeah, I have none. I've never. And it's honestly probably a big reason why I avoid the gym. <laughs> I'll never have pecs. <laughs> Team man boobs for life. <laughs> All of those words made me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Oh, just <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting a call. Uh, it's Krista from Katati. Hi, Krista. You said you have an embarrassing gym story. I had a gym membership. Um, I think I signed on for 18 months. Wow. I think I went three times, and it was the <laughs> third time I went. I went in there, and, of course, I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to handle the machines, and I think I was in there for about five minutes before I tripped and fell over one of the machines, and then oh, I no. pretended that my phone rang, so I ran over <laughs> to my phone, acted like I had an emergency, and then I just left. <laughs> with Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Brandy from Lakeport, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Brandy, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yeah, you're going down, Amber. Woo! <laughs> Amber's running out of the studio. Her record is 570 wins and 47 losses. She's currently on a 13-game winning streak. Are you ready? Yes. Question one. James Cameron admitted that Jack might have been able to survive in Titanic. What actor plays Jack in the movie Titanic? I have no idea. <laughs> Question two. Chris Stapleton announced new tour dates. In 2007, Chris contributed songs to an album based on a Pixar movie about a rat who desires to become a chef. Name that movie. Ratatouille. Correct. Right, question three. Finn Wolfhard likes texting his Stranger Things co-star Winona Ryder about all the rock stars that she dated in the 90s. Winona Ryder moved to Sonoma County when she was 10. What city did she live in? Um, Santa Rosa. Incorrect. Question four. Carly Pierce says that she's still the same woman she was when she first started her musical journey. Carly Pierce performed at Dollywood when she was a teenager. What state is Dollywood in? Texas. Correct. And question five, how many branches comprise the federal government of the United States? Seven. Incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, these were tough today because Brandy from Lakeport got one and a half out of five today. How you feeling, Brandy? Uh, like a loser. <laughs> well, now you know how I feel every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Just kidding. All right, Tanner. Question one. James Cameron admitted that Jack might have been able to survive in Titanic. What actor plays Jack in the movie Titanic? Leonardo DiCaprio. Correct. Brandy from Lakeport got that incorrect. You are up one to zero, Amber. Question two. Chris Stapleton announced new tour dates. In 2007, Chris contributed songs to an album based on a Pixar movie about a rat who desires to become a chef. Name that movie. Ratatouille. Correct. Brandy from Lakeport also got that correct. Amber, you're up two to one. Question three. Finn Wolfhard likes texting his Stranger Things co-star Winona Ryder about all the rock stars that she dated in the 90s. <laughs> Winona Ryder moved to Sonoma County when she was 10 years old. What city did she live in? Hmm. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, I'm going to say Santa Rosa. That is incorrect. I was looking for Petaluma. Ooh. She graduated from Petaluma High with a 4.0 GPA. Well, Brandy from Lakeport also got that incorrect. Amber, you're still up two to one. Question four. Carly Pierce says that she's still the same woman she was when she first started her musical journey. Carly Pierce performed at Dollywood when she was a teenager. What state is Dollywood in? Tennessee. Correct. Brandy from Lakeport got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to one. And question number five. How many branches comprise the federal government of the United States? Three. That is correct. Amber wins four to one and a half out of five. That's Brandy's score. Brandy, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But you're still going to the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 22nd to see Luke Bryan. Yay! (laughs) Brandy from Lakeport, you're going to see Luke Bryan thanks to which morning show? Froggy, 92.9, Amber and Tanner in the morning. And it's a great day. We do this every single Friday. It's a great day to be alive Friday. It's the time of the week where Amber and I air all of our grievances, all the bad stuff that happened to us during the week, and we get baptized and ready for the weekend thanks to our good friend, Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be alive. Amber, you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, if you're listening earlier on the show, you knew that this happened, but in case you missed it, I burped out loud at the gym yesterday and really embarrassed myself. And it's a great day. It happens. <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened to you. It's okay. Uh, so someone hit my car again in a parking lot and didn't leave a note. Now, this has happened to me eight times, and I just don't understand why nobody can just leave me a note. Just own up to it. And it's a great day to be alive. Sorry. It's happened so many times now. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to trade in my car. It's just one person. They're out to get you. Oh, yeah. They call them the... Carding bandit. I, what kind of? I hate Elantras. That's their beef. All right. On Monday, I meant to take a thirty-minute nap, but it turned into a four-hour nap. And it's a great day to be alive. I didn't get anything done that day. Sometimes you just got to do that. Did it make you feel better at least? No, it made me feel like I got hit by a train. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I didn't see a curb on Mendocino Avenue this week, and I was walking, and I tripped in front of a crowd at Crook's Coffee Shop. And it's a great day to be alive. Didn't fall all the way, but Tanner definitely had a stumble. <laughs> well, I made some spicy sauce last night, and I made it a little too spicy, and now I'm suffering today. And it's a great day. This was 
after the gym, by the way. So the spicy sauce did not cause the burp. Oh. The the, the mystery of the burp still remains. Now we need to launch a full investigation. Yep. I got some Tums in my car if you need it. I think we need Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus to go down <laughs> into my stomach and see what's going on down there. <laughs> so many of you know that I am addicted to Taco Bell, and I broke my five-month streak of not eating it last week, and guess what? Now I'm addicted again. Uh-oh. I had Taco Bell three times this week. And it's a great day. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.